and we're rolling. Yeah. This is uh, Fade965. Yes, that's F E D 965. And uh, welcome to uh, Mighty Blue Live. So, uh, you know, I hope everyone's having just a, an absolutely fantastic Saturday so far. You know, I really do hope. Um, I know I am. Um, you know, I uh, taught a yoga class this morning as well as got a, you know, personal sesh in as well. Um, so, you know, really just, you know, uh, moving right along, um, you know, through the, the Saturday. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, it is Saturday, October 8th, 2022. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I am currently wearing a red, white, and brown tie-dye t-shirt. As well as uh, Royal Blue uh, gym shorts with a uh, white stripes. I'm currently barefoot, and I am uh, sitting against the headboard of the bed. There is a pillow behind my lower back, and um, you know my legs are you know stretched out before me, and I am uh, you know sipping on a delicious iced coffee homemade yes homemade iced coffee out of a yellow mug yeah how about that iced coffee homemade in a yellow mug let's go ho uh and of course i got some whole milk in there um so yeah so some beautiful saturday over here in uh, espana uh, i hope it is a beautiful saturday wherever you are um and if you're not listening to this on a Saturday for whatever reason, well, I hope you're having a, you know, uh, a great day. Yes. Um, and remember, as long as it's, you know, daytime here on Earth, as in that the sun is still out and hasn't set yet, well, then, even if there are uh, gray clouds or any kind of clouds for that matter... Always remember that above the clouds, there are always blue skies. Remember that. Um, point being is that it is Saturday, October 8th, 2022. And, uh, you know, the price of uh, Bitcoin is uh, currently 19491 USD. And the block height is uh, 7 five seven six nine nine and of course one bitcoin is equal to one bitcoin um and we have 906 days left yes we do yes we do give me one second god that's good uh give me one more second Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. It really is. It really hits the spot. Yes, it does. 
Um, but, you know, moving right along, um, you know, I did want to talk today about this, um, this, you know, this strangeness of, uh, existence, uh, and when it comes, you know, and specifically, of course, it is strange at a general level, um, but specifically, it is very strange when you think about oil production and oil reserves. Now, we're just going to dive right in here. So we're just going here. Um, so from Wikipedia, list of countries by oil production. Number one, the United States oil production uh, 20 in, uh, in 2021, 11,184,870 um, uh, uh, barrels per day. <clears throat> okay, number two, Russia. Um, oil production in 2021, 10,111,830 uh, barrels per day. Uh, and number three is Saudi Arabia. Number four is Canada. Number five is Iraq. Number six is China. Number seven is Iran. Number eight is United Arab Emirates. Number nine is Brazil. Number 10 is Kuwait. Number 11 is Norway. 12, Kazakhstan. 13, Mexico, 14, Nigeria, 15, Qatar, 16, Libya, 17, Algeria, 18, Angola, 19, Oman, 20, United Kingdom, 21, Colombia, 22, Azerbaijan, 23, Indonesia, 24, India, and 25, Venezuela. Now, I want you to really, really make a note of that. 25 is Venezuela with 594,808 um, barrels per day. Okay, number that, what was that? 25 on the list of, um, uh, you know, countries that produce uh, oil in terms of, uh, you know, uh, quantities. The 25th um country on the oil production list per day is uh, Venezuela okay now well here's the thing that's oil production now when we go to oil reserves proven oil reserves from Wikipedia proven oil reserves are those quantities of petroleum which by analysis of geological and engineering data can be estimated with a high degree of confidence to be commercially recoverable from a given date forward from known reservoirs and under current economic conditions. Okay? Number one on the list of countries in the world with the most proven reserves. And these are in millions of barrels. Number one, Venezuela. With 303 thousand eight hundred and six millions of barrels proven reserves number two is saudi arabia number three is iran number four is canada number five is iraq number six is kuwait number seven is united arab emirates number eight is russia number nine is libya ten united states so, 
so okay so so there what do we see immediately that's going on there first of course venezuela has the most proven reserves of any country in the world and yet in terms of its actual oil production it is number 25 number 25 the amount it's 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 so mind-boggling what is going on here i mean it, it really i'm having a hard time to re i mean i'm in such a state of disbelief and shock that it's there's really no way to wrap your head around how it's possible that venezuela has the most proven reserves of oil and is yet at the same time is 25th on the list of uh, oil production whereas the united states has is on the is number 10 on the proven reserves list and yet is number one in oil production um so the amount of money that is being left underground in venezuela is is it's spectacular and of course venezuela the amount of poverty in venezuela is also spectacular now i mean one second it's hard to really understand you know like i said here um you know of course you would think that um you know that the government of venezuela would be trying to do whatever it could you know to increase oil production in the country you know even just by a little bit even to bump up from 25 let's say to 20 okay on that list um you would think that they would be doing everything and anything to bump up oil production okay i mean how many countries would you know give anything to have the amount of proven reserves that venezuela has uh, and yet they seem to be incapable of you know um of getting that oil to market of bringing that oil to market and, and so what is going on and especially in a country that you know needs you know an economic boost um so how do we wrap our heads around the fact that they don't cut deals you know with um you know some big oil companies um you know if they can't do it themselves for whatever reason they you know perhaps lack the infrastructure um they lack you know the refineries um you know the infrastructure they, they lack perhaps the capability the knowledge of you know how to bring the oil to market you know that's absolutely understandable okay so why isn't the government then you trying to cut deals and just be like, all right, well, you know, for the first 10 years or the first 20 years of the deal, whatever the length of term on the on the deal is, you know, we'll bump up, you know, the you know, the percentage that, you know, that the. Uh, 
that the oil company gets or you know whoever's providing you know the the capabilities here of bringing the oil to market and then you know perhaps after 20 years you bump that down five percent all right and then in the next 40 years you bump it down another five percent and that way you know it's everyone it's a win-win for everyone here what is going on that the government of venezuela can't do that i mean you literally just have to pick up the phone and i am sure that there is some company that you know that if the deal is right you know just keep get it just get the deal right it's literally just a question that venezuela has the oil the the amount of oil the number one in the world of proven reserves it's so I don't I, perhaps I am not making it clear how big the reserves are. Okay, Venezuela, three hundred and three thousand eight hundred and six million barrels of oil, proven reserves. To put that in perspective, three hundred and three thousand eight hundred and six million barrels. United States, forty seven thousand. Okay, okay, millions, but. Just, just ignore the millions part. Forty-seven thousand United States, Venezuela, three hundred and three thousand. Venezuela has. Let's let's do some simple math. Has six approximately six point four times the amount of oil that the entire United States has. 6.4 times the amount that the entire United States has. That it is so mind-boggling how much oil Venezuela has. So the question is, why is a deal not being made? I don't understand it. So it, the only thing that I can think you know, that, uh, or that I can guess here is that the government of Venezuela, for whatever reason, doesn't want to make the deal. The, I mean, on the flip side, you could say, well, maybe perhaps no oil company wants to make the deal to help, you know, in terms of capabilities. And, uh, and that is obviously possible. That, and that may be the truth. It is possible that there is no oil company in the world that wants to work with Venezuela. I find that hard to believe because... I would think that if the price is right, you know, if the uh, if the, the percentage of, you know, revenue, profit, whatever, is going to that oil company, that at some number they would agree to make a deal. Because that's just how businesses are at some, especially oil business. I mean, they, they just want to make money. So I find that hard to believe, but it is perhaps possible. It, it seems to me more likely that it is the government of Venezuela that for some reason does not want to make a deal. I don't understand why. It's very odd because Venezuela, you know, is, has, I mean, it's chaos in Venezuela right now. Yeah, in terms of, you know, of everything. I mean, they're, they have not been having a good time for a long time. Um, you know, the, Everything is just, everything's down. Everything's down in terms of, you know, the economy. There's a, people are leaving Venezuela. You know, all the, um, 
uh, what what's it called brain drain you know um, there's a huge you know exodus of, of the educated um, individuals uh, out of Venezuela because there's no jobs um, they don't want to work there because they can't work there um, so it everything it, it doesn't make sense to me because uh, it would seem to me that if you just cut a deal like I said, you, you're maybe you have to cut, you know, an unfavorable, you know, quote unquote deal at the beginning, you know, for 10 years. But then after that, it'll get better. Um, the point is that you would start pumping in so much money into the economy that, you know, and create new jobs and, and whatnot that you have all this oil underground here. I mean, what is going on? what is going on um i don't understand it i really 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 don't understand it i mean underground and underwater um but i don't know perhaps someone can can shed a light on this um I mean, they say that it has been, you know, the development of its oil reserves has been affected by political unrest. Yeah, I don't doubt it. You know, people are going on strike. Um, I mean, I don't. It doesn't make sense. I'm just trying to see it. A New York Times article noted that in October 2020, Quote, for the first time in a century, there are no rigs searching for oil in Venezuela, end quote. I don't know. This is one of those things that really just boggles my mind, how people can't come together and make a deal here. I mean, or, or figure it out um, in terms of, you know, a way to help the economy there and help Venezuela, which is just... I mean, there, it's a disaster right now. There's really no other way, other way to put it. I mean, Venezuela is, um, it's not where it could be, to say the least. Um, so why don't they just figure it out and, you know, take that money and use it to, you know, or at least a percentage of it. I know there's going to be corruption every, and people are going to be siphoning off profits. But, you know, a percentage of it could go to, you know, helping the, um, you know, the, the economy here. Um, but, you know, it seems that, you know, the current government of, uh, of uh, Nicolas Maduro um, is, seems to not want to be uh, doing that or not want to do that. So I don't know what the what the reasons are here um it's all very confusing and uh head scratchingly uh so i would say but you know the thing is if not it's just gonna get worse and worse in uh in venezuela i mean people are not doing well um you know the people who are still remaining there like i said a lot of people have just left um so it doesn't bode well for the future of Venezuela if they, you know, can't figure out how to bring 
you know, some of that oil to market. Um, like I said, you know, it, anyways, you know, that's just something that I was thinking about today because it's really eye-opening when you see that, the, uh, the discrepancy there, the, the most oil in the world and 25th in terms of production. Um, but, you know, you know, maybe they'll be able to figure it out. And of course, best of luck to Venezuela. Um, I mean, I want, you know, them to, you know, be prosperous. Um, it just seems to me like that there is so much room for growth there. I mean, you have number one oil reserves in the world and 25th in oil production. You just work on bumping that production up. You have a long way there um, to grow. So it just seems to me like a clear, you know, a, a clear path. Um, but, you know, maybe there are things I'm not aware of here that, for, that for some reason can't be worked around, even though I find it highly dubious and suspicious. I find it very suspicious, I, I really do, of why there is not more effort being made to bump up oil production um, in Venezuela. What is going on? What are the incentives? Perhaps there are incentives to not bump up oil production Perhaps the government, the current government, um, benefits from uh, not having a high oil production. That's just an idea, it's just a guess. But, you know, looking at the current state of things, it seems like, you know, that there might be some merit to it. But, you know, you tell me. Um, anyways, hope you're having a fantastic Saturday wherever you are. And uh, we will uh, see you soon.